Welcome, listeners, to our review of Scream. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. So Scream, released in 1996, written by Kevin Williamson and directed by Wes Craven. About a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Starring, this is the order that they've given here, David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Matthew Lillard, Rose McGowan, Skeet Ulrich, and Drew Barrymore. I feel like that is, that's what it is on the poster. That is in alphabetical order up until the and Drew Barrymore. That makes sense. Music by Marco Beltrami. We're going to speak about him a lot since he did all four Scream films. He also got nominated for The Hurt Locker and 310 to Yuma. And he got a Golden Globe nom for A Quiet Place. Ah, so he's like a serious uh, film worker. Yeah, he's done a couple of good things out there. So Wes Craven originally turned down this movie because it was too violent. But he reconsidered making one more gory movie for the hungry fans who continually told him that his best movie was The Hills Have Eyes. This is the rare slasher franchise where the original director did every single movie in the franchise. It has never happened before and hasn't happened since. It's pretty impressive. Wes Craven did uh, Freddy Krueger, didn't he? He did. I believe he did the original yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Do you know what this was originally called? Uh... Something if I... Oh, am I... No, I don't. It was originally called Scary Movie. Okay, fair enough. You see where they got that title from? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, Yeah, I was getting confused with what Scary Movie was initially going to be called, which was like a combination of like three or four slasher films all all those dumb sort of titles. Like Scream, If I Know What You Did, you know, blah, 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 whatever it was. All right, let's look at some casting choices here. Brooke Shields was nearly cast as Gail Weathers after Janine Garofalo turned down the role. Okay. There's a a 90s sentence, if I ever said one. Yes. Courtney Cox actually approached the production to pursue the role. She was interested in playing the bitch character after her, you know, nice character of Monica on Friends. I've been watching Friends lately. It just came up on Netflix, so I've been, yeah, putting that on at night, lasting maybe an episode and a half before falling asleep. But it's very easy to watch. (laughs) Definitely. The image of the nice Monica character that she had was the main reason why the producers actually refused to consider her for the role. But after continuing to, you know, hound them and hound them and, you know, try to get the role, they eventually caved and she got the role. Is this the best Friends movie? Okay, well... What else is in contention here? The whole nine yards, I guess? No, 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 no. What's, What's a... What's a Jennifer Aniston film? She's the, she's the biggest one. What, Horrible Bosses? Is that her biggest movie? What's another movie that she's been in? Uh, the Leprechaun. Because it's not the other four. The, what? Get out of here. She was. Yeah, but that's not uh, that's not in contention. How do you know? Have you seen it? I don't really feel like I need to see it to know if it's in contention or not. Yeah, this could be it. I, I think this could be. And I think you're right. Horrible Bosses probably is the next best. I mean, along came Polly. How do you feel about that? The Breakup. Nah. I mean, it's, it's not from the other four. There's no chance. You know, where the Millers... Oh, call off, call off the uh, the search. We found it. It what is, of it? course, Murder Mystery. <sighs> I, I think it is Scream. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Scream. Yeah, I think so. I'm just, I'm just scrolling through Jennifer Aniston's IMDb. Yeah, it's not very impressive. No, and she's probably the one that did the most from her career. What about Office Space? Yeah. Maybe I, st- I still think it's Scream. Scream is a is a is an icon in the horror genre. Yeah, I think you, know, you could be right. Three different sequels. You don't see a murder mystery sequel coming up, do you? 
I will say there are a number of leprechaun sequels. I must say there is a Horrible Bosses 2. How many leprechaun sequels do you think there are? Oh, let's go six. Six? Uh, okay, I will say there's at least seven because, oh, no, there's eight. There's eight <laughs> at least because there's a Leprechaun 6. There's also Leprechaun Returns and a Leprechaun Origins. Is there a, isn't there Leprechauns in the hood? And isn't there Leprechauns in space? Definitely in space. Yeah, number four was in space and number five was in the hood. All right. Anyway, let's get back to this one. Molly Ringwald was offered the role of Sydney Prescott, but she turned it down saying she'd rather not be playing a high school student at the age of 27. Interestingly enough, the whole main cast here, David Arquette obviously is playing one of the older people in this film, yet he was actually younger than half the cast in this film that were playing the teenagers. Yeah, I did look this up because I was uh, interested in the Arquette-Cox relationship because they did meet on this uh, film set. And yeah, he is considerably younger than Cox. To be fair, they actually did an episode together of Friends a couple of years before this. Really? Who was he in Friends? Uh, He plays one of Phoebe's uh, boyfriends who's like the stalker guy who's like stalking uh, her twin sister. Ah, Ursula. Yeah, plenty of laughs. All right, let's look at the role of Randy here. We had Brecken Meyer and Jason Lee audition for the role of Randy. It was actually up to it was actually those two and Jamie Kennedy that were in the final callback, but Kennedy ended up getting the role because he made Wes Craven laugh so much during his during his readings with his improvised humor that he got the role. Okay, good for him. He's he's good enough. Going back to Sydney Prescott, Reese Witherspoon turned down the lead role as well, as well as Joaquin Phoenix turned down the role of Billy. There you go. Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, in hindsight, it doesn't really feel like a Phoenix film though, does it? I mean, you look at yeah, you look at his where his trajectory went from there to where he is now. You don't you don't see him in that sort of role now. We talked about Rooney Mara recently in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Did you know they are married? Yes, and I know they just had a kid very recently, and they named it River. Yes, how good's that? Very good, good on him. No, but Skeet Ulrich did get the part of Billy Loomis. It was mainly because he had a strong resemblance to Johnny Depp, who had a big role in A Nightmare on Elm Street. More than a strong resemblance. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look at him like side by side, it's it's uncanny. Do you know Skeet Ulrich from anything else? Uh, isn't he in As Good As It Gets? He is. Did you look that up or did you actually remember no, him from there? I remember him from that. Yeah, he's the uh, guy who gets painted. Yes. So Matthew Lillard was cast as Stu by chance after showing up with his then-girlfriend to an unrelated audition taking place elsewhere in the same building. The casting director saw Matthew Lillard in the hallway and asked him if he wanted to audition for the part, and he got it. Was this his breakout role, do you think? He obviously is most famous for Scooby-Doo, I would say. I wonder if this is a film that really broke him out. Wasn't he in Hackers? Oh, was he? Yeah, I feel like he was alongside Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie in that film. But this is clearly bigger. Yes, you are correct. He was in Hackers. He was also in Serial Mum. You ever seen that? Nope, don't think I will. So during the production, Ghostface's signature black robe was actually going to be white to make him appear even more like a ghost. Oh, and this that's was changed. terrible. Yes, it was changed in fear of people comparing the costume to a Ku Klux Klan outfit. <laughs> okay, I mean, I wouldn't have, but I'm glad that someone did consider that. So one of the producers, Bob Weinstein, watched part of the first scenes filmed and said that the mask they were using was idiotic. He asked the producers to film one scene with seven different masks to let him choose the mask he liked the most. Uh, They did not agree to do that and they threatened to shut down the production if they had to do that. They told him to wait until the first sequence with Drew Barrymore was done so he could then decide. And after watching it, he agreed that the mask was very, very good and they could continue using it. Nice. Very famous mask. That we sell every year for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is the, is the mask the biggest thing to come out of this film? For sure. 
yeah, it's it's iconic. It's like I said, these 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 four, well, in in particular, this film is just an absolute iconic staple of the horror franchise, and it, it is in partly due to the costume of Ghostface. This was released in December because the studio wanted a holiday film for horror fans because they never get horror films in you know at that holiday period. So they thought, give this to the horror audience, and they can go out and see this, and uh, they can make a big buck out of that. Fair enough. Runtime of 111 minutes with a tagline of someone's taken their love of scary movies one step too far. Yeah, it's good. No complaints. Budget of $14 million. It did open at uh, $6.4 million in the first opening weekend. It actually led the studio to believe that the film had flopped. However, with the film's good word of mouth, that's what led to the success of the box office because every week it started going up and up and up. And at the end of the run, worldwide had grossed $173 million. I mean that's great for an R-rated horror film, isn't it? Absolutely. It actually it, it box officed a hundred million in America, which is probably the reason why it got so many consecutive sequels because of the the high popularity in in America alone. Yeah, I did see that the use of caller ID increased more than threefold after the release of this film. Okay, it sounds weird because obviously we just have mobiles now. Yes, <laughs> this this whole premise wouldn't work these days. Having caller ID on. A landline would be pretty odd for me. All right, let's look at some scores here, Dean. What do you reckon, critics or audience for Rotten Tomatoes? Audience. It's a tie. 79 apiece. Okay, fair enough. That's good. I'm glad the critics like it. Metacritic, give it a 65. Letterboxd, give it a 3.8. And IMDb, have it a 7.2. All right, this is the start of our Scream film series. We've got four of these to get through. Let's start off with the original. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on at patreon.com slash themoviejourney. And we've got over 70 bonus episodes over there, including film series such as the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of benefits over there. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put out on the regular. Exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash the movie journey. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 